Would you drink a um, Thanksgiving dinner flavored Coors? Oh my god. Does it exist? Well, you just said the banquet of beers, so I just thought like if they made it taste like a banquet, <laughs> would you would you would you drink it? Is it a banquet of beers or bouquet of beers? Banquet. I, it's the banquet beer. Bouquet of beers. Oh could you imagine getting someone a bouquet it's, of beers? <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds amazing. But Sam Elliott doesn't say bouquet of beers. <laughs> he says taste of the Rocky Mountains. Banquet of beers. Well he's got an accent, so it's the bouquet of beers. <laughs> Welcome to the part-time podcast with full-time friends. This week, we're going to be discussing how the Black Plague led to the Catholic Reformation with Martin Luther. Oh, and I'm Addison. (laughs) (laughs) This is Chris, and I'm going to talk about why the Android keyboard is superior to the iOS keyboard. Whoa, yeah. Fighting words, dog. (laughs) It's superior in every way. It is. Uh, well, this is Tim, and I'm going to be discussing how nobody fucking uses Android, so grow up and buy a real fucking phone. Grow up? What are you, a 13-year-old girl with an Apple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I recently switched to an iPhone, and my life has largely remained the same, but I don't know. It just it, it rubs me the wrong way every time I have to do anything on the phone. I'm just like, uh, this was easier to do on Android. Well, you can do like that, like draggy thing that you Android fags like. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it always Whoa. gets my, the words wrong. And I always, Tim, I happen ha- to be and... a homosexual and I find the fag word offensive. Are you? Maybe. Does your wife know? I tell her all the time. <laughs> At least she tells me. She's always like, ugh, you're so gay. Well, she ain't wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Now it's 2020, new year, new, new year, Addison. New year, new me. Yeah, new year, new yeah. me. Yeah. By the way, I'm coming out and <laughs> leaving my whole family. I want the world to know. Got to <laughs> let it show. How'd you all spend your New Year's? Uh, well, thanks to last week's podcast, I happened to stay up till like... 2 a.m. watching The Leftovers. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty nice. much hooked. Like I said, I give any show two episodes to to grab me. This one had me in like 20 minutes tops. I was like, oh, this is some hot shit. I'm in. Man, I really need Yeah, I'm glad it. you liked it because season one is it is considered the slower season. Whoa. Um it it things get crazier and better in season two, so yeah, hold on to your butts. It's it's exciting because I'm like, oh, this this part isn't real, and then it's like, yeah, he's right there. I'm like, oh, it is real. <laughs> Try not to spoil it. Yeah, for our listeners. I'm, just, uh, I'm gonna have to go. Where where you stream this at? Um, you know the the usual way to stream things. <laughs> so it's on Netflix. Yeah, it might be on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> we'll we'll put Addison's Plex invite in the show notes oh, for anyone. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll invite you to my Plex and I'll put it on Plex. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but cool. It's like a Netflix for people like me. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, my New Year's Eve, um, I was planning on hanging out with Addison. We were gonna. Oh, we're gonna have some champagne some showers. Games, and uh, I ended up not feeling all that great and was asleep by nine thirty. Yeah. No, oh, thanks. That doesn't sound too bad. Thanks a lot, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good. I was like, I'm going to buy some alcohol. And then you texted me and you're like, I'll bring champagne. I was like, you know what? I don't need alcohol. Tim's going to bring some. And I had a very sober New Year's. Thanks to you. Well, so as in resorted to have to uh, making and drinking toilet wine. <laughs> I, I just, no, I just sat there in my office drinking my own spit. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just terrible. with I mean, a frown on your face the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just slept through the New Year. Missed it all. Mm. Uh, woke up the next morning. Nothing's changed. You're like, oh, I feel like I've been, I haven't slept since last year. <laughs> <laughs> Insert dad joke is how I woke up. Yeah. How many times did people say, see you next year, the day before? <laughs> see you next decade. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't hear it once. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Uh, I thought we were gonna have a pretty uneventful New Year's because we were gonna like have a a thing at our house, and but my kid got sick. Mm. Um, so we wound up hanging out with my wife's family. Uh, and it was pretty fun. <laughs> I uh, lit off some firecrackers and we sprayed all the kids with silly string. <laughs> um, so that was fun. Dang. They didn't know what was happening because they'd never experienced silly string before. <laughs> <laughs> so you just blew their minds like what is going yeah. on here yeah history of silly string. Uh, so that was pretty great history of silly string is pretty crazy is it that's not that crazy <laughs> they were trying to make a glue and they made silly string and uh they like left their product at like some toy store or some toy like manufacturer or whatever and they're like this is stupid nobody likes it and then they called them back and they're like this is amazing Make more of these. <laughs> should have just stolen the idea. Yeah. They could have been millionaires. Oh, man. Now they're just the manufacturers of silly string. Yeah. All that funny money. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we, uh, we, we do a, an East Coast New Year's at my house. So <laughs> we tell the kids that uh, the ball dropped at nine. So that way we can put them to bed. Oh, perfect. I mean, it does drop yeah. at nine. Yes, more lies from the, uh, the <laughs> Gilmore house. Cool. I mean, I guess like, yes, technically it does drop at nine our time. Um, <laughs> we just tell them it's midnight or whatever, that the new year has happened. So mm. she's just drawn. Yeah, done it's great. Australian new year. So they could go to bed at like one in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish it worked like Japan that. Japan time. So <laughs> go to bed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Did uh did they think that they were a year older after the new year? <laughs> no, my kids aren't dumb. <laughs> huh, they must tick after the wife. Hey, oh, got him. <laughs> Roasted. I can't believe I come to this every week willingly. <laughs> uh, we do kind of give Chris a hard time. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's because we're sitting here together. Well, he's asking for it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Have you seen I his did. face? Oh, yeah. Asking for it. Yeah. That's behind a- the scenes. I'm sending you text messages saying, please, please roast me. 
<laughs> yeah, he's been really too long. into BDSM lately. <laughs> Daddy, rest <laughs> me. <laughs> oh. So, uh, you want to jump into what we're we're gonna get into these yeah. topics this week? Yeah, I, I'm. I got my bathing suit on. I'm ready to get wet. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys know, um, I've been doing a lot of research, and uh, I think what I've landed on as of late, uh, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, You guys are going to be the first people to hear this. Um, Saying it out loud, it's kind of an emotional thing. Oh, God. Uh, We're here for you. But I'm an atheist. (gasps) Tim, those people are going to hell. (laughs) With all the goats. I guess I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, so I have been reading a lot of books and, uh, different research papers. There's your problem. Just trying to like, yeah, just trying to figure out like where I land on not being like in a religion anymore, Mm -hmm. uh, and trying to kind of define what that means for me, uh, because I like definitions. I like kind of putting myself into it. To a box into a category mm-hmm. definitely not a millennial <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they've ruined everything um yeah <laughs> fucking millennials um so as i've been reading this stuff i guess i thought of myself going into this research more as like agnostic where i'm like i don't really know maybe there's a higher power maybe there's a god but i don't know what it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh to what i've come to land on just recently is yeah God's not real. Never was real. She's just fake, and people are fucking stupid for believing it. <laughs> oh man, somewhere, somewhere, some an angel just lost its wings. Tim, I hope, oh, <laughs> I hope you feel good about that. Did a lot of your research involve reading Nietzsche? Um, Nietzsche, 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 Nietzsche. Oh my god, I feel stupid now. <laughs> wow, because I actually have read like a lot of Nietzsche. I it's it ends with an E, Nietzsche. No, I'm pretty sure I think it's, it's Nietzsche. Nietzsche or Nietzsche. Well, you th- would know that. No, Nazi. I think <laughs> I think it's just niche. You know, like it's a nuance. <laughs> it's like a. Oh, it's niche. You're right. The Google just yeah, pronounced it for niche. me. No, right. yeah, I'm gonna click slow now so I can hear it really slow. Niche. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Nitsky. It's niche. Um, it was reference. They were referenced a lot in was he really yeah oh wow in some of the research papers um so yeah and i guess leading up to that decision or kind of my thought process Mm. uh what i found and what i believed Mm -hmm. uh is as such um so number one religion and evolution are just end up being on a lot of opposite ends of the spectrum sure Um, and I know that there's a lot of people who like say they're Christian and they're also believe in evolution. Yeah. But I think those people are just lying about that (laughs) (laughs) because I honestly believe it's like, if you like, I didn't do like a crazy deep dive on this. I, I spent, you know, maybe a few months 
reading a paper here and there uh-huh. to count, come to this conclusion. So you're an armchair atheist. I'm sitting in an armchair, so... <laughs> you're a cafeteria atheist, <laughs> atheist. I've heard so much about. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I just feel like anybody who's done enough research would probably come to a similar conclusion. You would think so. Am I totally wrong in that? That, like... <sighs> I mean, there's people who are like young earth creationists who go and get like doctorates in geology just right. so they can be like, well, I have a doctorate in geology and the Bible's right. Yeah. So they're highly educated, but they are like fundamentalists to the core. Yeah. I guess if you're looking at it, I guess it's whatever lens you're looking at things through, you can kind of put things into those boxes. I knew a, um, I knew a guy who had a t-shirt that had the quote from Nisha on it that said, God is dead. And then on the back, it said, Nisha's dead. And then they attributed that quote to God. That's <laughs> <laughs> like full circle. Yeah, it convinced me right there on the spot, actually. I was like on the edge. And I was like, oh, <laughs> good point. Um, so in doing this research, like I said, I, I'm looking at, you know, evolution versus creation. Mm-hmm. And they don't really match up. Um, and I am an evolutionist. I believe that, you know, the world is very, very old. That it was how old would you say? At least 6,000. Um, at least 6,000. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we're talking to like, you know, hundreds of millions of years. What the dinosaurs were 65 million years ago. 69 million years so, ago. Yeah. So we're like at least that old. Yeah. And I know the Cretaceous was 145 million years ago. Yeah. So, cause I looked it up. <laughs> yeah. So we're hundreds of millions of years at minimum, right? Yeah. Like that we can go back and like put, I'd say like, I'd things. say like life itself. Yeah. Probably hundreds of millions. I think the earth itself is like a couple trillion. Okay. Yeah. yeah cause if we're looking at, you know, it takes a lot of evolution to get to a big dinosaur. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. So, that's, you know, my first point is okay. just, you know, I I realize that if I'm going to look at these two and decide which camp I'm in, I'm yeah. in the evolution camp. Okay. So then looking deeper into that. But why can't you just say God did it? Because that's, I think that's such a cop out. It is a cop yeah. out. Yeah. It's, it's so, yeah, if you're like trying to polarize, you know, where I'm at, that's, I think it's bullshit. It's mm-hmm. a cop out to say, oh, well. It just goes against everything that religion teaches, mm. you know, is religion is very much about this is our time frame and it was seven days, not seven periods and this and that, you know, it's right. just, it's, if you want to look at that and believe that make believe book, then believe it and don't try and then like reinterpret it to like make yourself not sound like an idiot. Well, I'm, I'm also pretty sure that the creation story as it sits in Genesis currently is... Um, most scholarship on that agrees that it's a mashup of two different creation stories. And so yeah. like it, it is a, it's two different religions, origin stories that have then amalgamated into a single origin story. When whoever was compiling the story itself was trying to like unify and sort of, um, I don't want to say rectify, but like, yeah. Trying to make sense of, of it because both of yeah. their tribes assimilated into each other and now they had to reconcile their beliefs with each other. 
Right. So it still didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to. I mean, because it's like it it's made for an entirely different culture, like foreign to our own. Right. So kind of to that point, it, I was doing this, you know, research about kind of the evolution of the brain and kind of where we split off from, pri- you know, other great primates, uh, chimpanzees and bonobos. Um, you know, when we, when our brain kind of accelerated to its 1400 ish CCs that we're at now mm-hmm. versus, uh, you know, a monkey that's around 700 CCs. Some of the things that came along with that were these in light or these enhanced sensations of being able to, rather than just have the four emotions, um, we've got, we you know, sub emotions. and movies about emojis (laughs) so you know we were able to have these complex ideas where we became very creative and Mm -hmm. very inventive but we wanted to have like a grasp on our origin Mm -hmm. and so that's like the way that our simple minds started to put together these origin stories and so yeah there's these creations that go way back and oh they talk about the flood and Mm -hmm. all these different cultures blah 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 yeah they do but it doesn't make that mean that any of them are any less of just a story well and i think like you know humanity and humans as as creatures like once language evolved as a way for us to communicate and like separate us from you know the other species of of humans that have now found themselves to be extinct because they couldn't adapt like we could um i i i feel like we are natural storytellers and so for the long time like evolution uh you know evolutionarily speaking like it's been hardwired into us to tell stories because oral tradition is is the only way we had to pass knowledge to each other and Mm -hmm. so i feel like it's stories like what we find in scripture or just any long standing story. Like it speaks to a part of us that like we want to give credence to because it's innate in, inside of all of us to like respond to stories like that. Um, right. Which is kind of why I think we like podcasts so much. And I think if other people gave podcasts like the time of day that they really should, they would realize like how valuable podcasts really are. Mm-hmm. Right. It's because, I mean, you could be listening to a podcast while you're washing, washing dishes or driving to, you know, work your commute. There's like so much more found time in podcasts that, I mean, you could be learning about oh so many different things, but instead you're wasting your time listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, make our crazy claims. Um, yeah, no, and so I think you're right, Chris, that, yeah, that's that it definitely speaks to something um, about us. And there's been research done specifically on that, mm-hmm. where they look at, you know, okay, how did these things evolve? And it evolves from, like, this sense of, like, um, flight or fight, where, you know, when we kind of decided to break away from that evolutionary something scary or could be scary so i'm going to get out of the situation mm-hmm. to something is possibly scary but maybe it's not mm-hmm. it could be totally fine so i'm going to keep moving forward that's where these complex emotions started to come where we kind of needed to find 
now let's put a history to things yeah. because we talk about this unknown mm-hmm. because we live way more in the unknown than other species do. When other species are afraid of something, they stay away from yeah. it. They yeah. don't keep going and pushing forward and kind of exploring where humans do. And I think to make sense of kind of that, what we're doing, you know, of living in this more unknown and kind of scary world is we try and make ourselves feel better by giving us these, you know, well, if we're good, then Jesus is going to take care of us stories. I almost wonder if, you know, at at one point, us as homo sapiens were coexisting with like homo erectus and like the Neanderthals and, and other subsets of, of humans. And, you know, we would have, have had to interact with them in some way. Um, and I almost wonder if it's like this stems out of our way to reconcile the fact that we're alone now because of like, they don't exist anymore. So like, we don't have any cousins or like we don't have any other types of, humans out there so like i wonder if that was a catalyst at all for any of these origin stories so to speak because like after a certain period of time like we were it yeah right i think that's interesting to think about and i think that that's something that religion kind of helps to rectify a lot for a lot of people is is that death scenario and that kind of loneliness of well, if all of your familial ties are dead, then what's your what's your tribe? Yeah, what's your sign? You know, what's your what's your what's your camp? What's your sign? Yeah. So <laughs> I think that that's has a lot to do with it. Is this you know this mentality of needing that kind of tribe mentality, and uh, that kind of leads into kind of the other point of you know okay if. So I've, you know, decided I'm an evolutionist. Okay, I believe that, you know, these are ways of telling origin stories. So I've kind of checked those two boxes for myself. Now going to the next one is, okay, if I'm going to believe in a religion versus, you know, no religion, I would have to pick one. Mm -hmm. So why is it that if there were one God... Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, there were gods. Why is it that there are so many different little subsets that now infight and fight with each other and have raged war with each other over the course of thousands of years to not have an answer? To, for, for there to still be today the question of, is God real? Yeah. Or is my God better than your God? That, that, or is my God the real God and yours the fake That's where God? I have good news for you, Tim, so, because... There was a young man around the age of 14 who had that same question. (laughs) (laughs) So in doing that research, I look at all these different ones and yeah, there's a lot of similarities, but then there's a lot of like totally out there wild shit that goes on in, in other religions that aren't geocritical, you know, geo, geocritical, Judeo, Judeo Christian, (laughs) you know, in origin. And I put kind of Islam in that same realm of you know they all kind of sparked around a similar time they have very similar stories but then you have stuff that's like totally out there that's you know multi-gods and witches you know and wiccan and all this different other religions that have to do with worshiping other gods it's like there's just so much out there that for me if nobody anywhere has an answer because 
I feel like it would be universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the answer is that it's make believe and non-existent. Right. They can't all be right, but they can all be wrong. Right. Yeah. That's that's and so that's the other click and and once I looked at that and then kind of understanding tribe mentality in you know in in reading these research papers about songbirds mm-hmm. that you know they split in very you know similar points in in their evolution where they're almost identical species mm-hmm. but the only thing different about these two species of birds is the song that they sing. So you're saying that is, their hymns are how different. how they sound. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's that, basically. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. And Whoa. so you look at that and it's like, okay, well, if they all have the same origin and they're just one little click changed vehemently something about them that now they don't even breed mm-hmm. together. They, they literally will not, these two species that are practically identical will yeah. not breed because they sing a slightly different so- song. Yeah, it's uh, it's called ring species. Yeah. Um, and there's a particular bird in like China, Russia, or whatever that like starts in one point, and as it moves down this uh geolo- geological geographical area, it like makes this big circle around China and Russia, and by the time it makes it its way back to the beginning of the circle the bird song has changed so much that they don't even recognize each other, even though they're the same type of bird. So they're not speaking the same language. Therefore they can't mate. So when right. they started, though, the bird was a capitalist. And when it came back, it was a communist. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> uh, we're not speaking the same language. You know, we're going different places. Karl Marx, Me, Karl I'm Marx. Into Aaron, I, Karl Marx, Karl Marx, <laughs> Aaron Rand, Aaron Rand. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> right. Yeah. So one says tomato, one says tomato. Yeah. Then it's then they try and murder each other, actually, is what happens. <laughs> I met now your species is is not as good as I know how that feels though, because I, I worked in food service as a part time job in college and someone walked in and they in all other areas of their speech sounded just like a regular American, except they said tomato. And it sounded so pretentious <laughs> that I like literally I had to walk away and have someone else like serve them their food because I was like I can't handle this thing. Tomato, can I please have some more tomato? You probably met an alien in real life. Yeah, it, right. yeah. It sounded like what an alien would try to sound like to imitate <laughs> what a human. It's like that guy on um, on uh, Men in Black was like, I need sugar. I need tomatoes. More. (laughs) And put some more potatoes on there, too. I've only read the word before. (laughs) (laughs) Your language makes no sense. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's so that's kind of my reasoning behind leading up to the decision that I've made to now pronounce myself as an atheist. So, what, what was the thing? that you would say convince you that there might be a God? I would say that I, where I'm at right now. Yeah. No, but before then, I know you don't believe in God now, but before what, what kept you hanging on? I guess before was out of a sense of like the, well, if it's not hurting me, what really matters? Ah, okay. And just sitting in that, like, 
not kind of defining something state for me right. for so long. I mean, this has been like six years that I was kind of in that camp mm-hmm. that I just, at one point, I felt like I had to like make a decision right. and, and, and figure it out. Sitting on, you're sitting on the fence for so long that your butt started. <laughs> yeah. I had that fence post so far up my ass <laughs> that I was like picking my teeth with the splinters. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, that's, I, and I know that that's probably a lot of people will think that that's pretentious that, you know, or that it's, you know, small minded of me, Right. but I feel like I'm in a pretty good company in that school of thought. Well, haven't you heard that God is good? <laughs> it's the, uh, I heard, the whole good heard word. That, Bird is the word. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the the word is the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so God is a bird. Birds won't even mate with species that are identical <laughs> if they seem different. So there's no God. Because even birds are racist. So. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> or, uh, maybe not racist, but bigoted. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to be white to be racist. Yeah. Yeah. Only white males. Only seagulls are racist. <laughs> and some peng- some pigeons yeah and most penguins <laughs> yeah and flamingos outside of uh cap- captivity yeah, i would actually imagine that well. most like birds like penguins outside of captivity would be pretty xenophobic yeah <laughs> they're like what's that bird doing fucking in the air what the hell <laughs> <laughs> How's he stay up there? Yeah, what an idiot. You know that we can like just swim and have unlimited food in this ocean, right? <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I feel like I'm in good company with my decision to be, I would say, atheist slash naturalist, um, going more on the like believing in evolution mm-hmm. kind of mentality. Okay. Um, but you've got, you know, guys like Albert Einstein was uh an atheist slash naturalist i think he wasn't an atheist he was uh, einstein i want to say that he wasn't yeah yeah because i remember reading a story on facebook about how <laughs> um fake news i kept on dropping a piece of chalk and he said if god wanted to stop this chalk he would and then um a guy came down and punched the professor and that turned out to be a U.S. Marine. And that Marine was Albert Einstein. <laughs> you know what? I think I, I read like, that. Where are you yeah. going with that this? That was the day all those libs got owned. <laughs> yeah. Dumb libtards. Um, yeah, no, he he was. He's misquoted. Like, people that are, like, religious, mm-hmm. he quoted a lot about, like, the the theory of, like, a big G God versus like small G God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like quoted a lot by talking about religion and God in that way where they'll like cherry pick these ideas out of, you know, things that he said and use it as, well, Einstein believed in God when right. he, like, I was just reading a book, Addison, that actually you had given me oh, yeah. where he's quoted and he says, like, let me be clear, <laughs> there is no God, yeah. you know, that's is where he landed and, and <laughs> to kind of put all those misquotes to bed. Well, I, I definitely uh, don't believe someone like Albert Einstein. I mean, what did he know? Yeah. Uh, 
relativity relatively he knew nothing <laughs> yeah. hey yo here till thursday jokes jokes been on you this whole time tim because this has actually been a, an intervention um so I'm, glad, I'm glad you you showed up uh it's really brave of you yeah thanks but we're here to tell you about the good word yeah. specifically the one in the blue book <laughs> yep, that's right. Because with their powers combined, we can make Captain Planet. <laughs> yes. In 1914, God came, and the rapture happened. <laughs> we just and didn't if see you it. Don't believe me? You can you can ask Charles Taze Russell. <laughs> Was, is is that's that a, 19, that's a J Dub thing? The King of Ethiopia. That's a Joe Witness guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the uh, uh, Rastafarians believe mm-hmm. at the. Uh, that the second coming of Christ already happened, then it was the king of Ethiopia in like 1878 or something like that. They got uh, an email offering millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious about this. That like, that's their belief is that wow. the second coming has already happened. Um, well, he didn't so do a great job. Praise be to jaw. Yeah. 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 But and that's why they don't shave or you know, cut their hair because Jesus already came. So, oh, so why shave? Yeah. yeah, he had, he, Jesus Christ had dread so shake. Broke him, all the raiders. <laughs> he specifically came and he tore them all asunder and then, uh, made them into glass. Yeah. Glass pipes for them to smoke their marijuana. Yeah, exactly. That's how they, that's how they praise jaw, dude. <laughs> Choke one out. I wasn't planning on on talking about this today, but I suppose it, it reminded me of this thing that I had read about a while ago that um, we could talk about. It kind of dovetails into what what you brought up. Um, have either of you heard of the concept of a tulpa before? Oh yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh Oh no. Okay. Yeah, tulpas are dope. Like T U L P H A tulpa. T U L P A tulpa. Tulpa. It's a it's an it's originally like a um. I want to say it's like a Tibetan thing, like a like it exists in Buddhism, mm-hmm. which is where the word comes from. Yeah, but it has sort of been co-opted by a subset of people, um, and they kind of made it their own thing mm-hmm. a little bit. So, like a, a tulpa is in in mysticism, um, it's the concept of like creating a paranormal being or an object through spiritual or ment- mental powers alone. Oh. Um so like there's the there are these people who uh typically so the thing I read about is like these people who typically have tulpas in their lives got to a point where they were like either so lonely or so depressed or or like something in their in their life triggered their need to have human contact when they were denied human contact. Mm-hmm. And so they created these personalities in their mind that became so real to them that they become almost like physical voices oh. that they can like hear with their ears. Um, and they have like their own separate personalities. Like this is like hardcore LARPing, right? Yeah. But, like in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like schizophrenia and like the obscuras from Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> it's a right. perfect crossover. <laughs> um but there there are websites 
there's one called like the main one's called how to lucid.com yeah because like getting getting lucid is uh like their term for like creating a tulpa oh um i'll i'll send you the link in the in the discord but they it looks like they had the picture of the tulpa that they chose to highlight looks like a juggalo <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, okay so what kind of tulpa would i create yeah but but the thing that like got me thinking about this and the thing that was like to me like interesting or, or super fascinating about this is like you it's something you physically like you you create mm-hmm. to the point where you feel like it's physically real like you can't see it but like it lives inside of your mind but it also exists outside of you to an extent and there are people who have their tulpas meet each other and they become friends what? but it's like completely separate from the lives of the people who have created the tulpa like they could not be friends but their tulpa could like they could have like like romantic connections with each other but like the the main people who have these tulpas like don't see themselves as having had that romantic relationship so it's like either. a shared hallucination almost yeah Weird. but some of the language that we grew up hearing about in our religion was you know like feeling the spirit or hearing the voice of the spirit or whatever mm-hmm. and you know we have certain uh, origin myths and things like that within our religion where people have claimed to hear voices and whatever yeah um and i'm like i don't know at first i thought it, it might have been a little like they just made it up but then i'm like but if this kind of thing exists it doesn't mean they didn't hear a voice it just means that like they could have just created it themselves to the point where they thought they heard a voice oh, right they like tulpa themselves without even knowing knowing what a tulpa is yeah holy shit yeah like you can convince yourself of anything oh yeah i mean that's right. how people pass like lie detectors why they're not like admissible in court anymore mm-hmm. is because you can convince yourself that anything is true you can completely make it in your mind mm-hmm. but to you it's 100 percent real yeah well and yeah the thing that's like a little frightening to me is like <clears throat> because this kind of thing can happen and if i i don't know like i'm I'm looking at this tulpa website and it's like if you want to learn more about tulpas and eventually create one of your own you'll have a lot of reading to do um and i'm like well i like to read i want to know more about this but i don't want to come out the other side with a tulpa yeah right so, so it's like do i stop now or do i just keep going and do you, i mean do you have to like buy into the reality of tulpas or like like can you convince yourself of the delusion if you know it's delusion beforehand it's like it's almost like lucid schizophrenia yeah that just um, sounds and, like uh, going to yeah. church to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay are you guys ready i'm gonna teach you how to create a tulpa really fast okay. so if you guys don't want a tulpa the skip ahead <laughs> <laughs> all right should i keep my eyes open or closed uh it doesn't say yet. That's not step one. <laughs> if you're driving and listening to this, uh, go ahead and keep your eyes open. Yeah. yeah. No matter the instructions, keep your eyes open. Yeah. Okay. So the instruction says, just to preface it, it says, this involves thinking very hard about interacting with a third person or a person other than your own mind. I'm, I'm emphasizing the, the all caps bolded words. Okay, good. Imagine what this person or thing would say <laughs> and then reply to it. <laughs> Okay, so, so I'm, I'm thinking about a third person that's not myself, Yeah. and what this third person's saying to me. 
Okay. Okay. So creating a tulpa can also be known as tulpa forcing or tulpa mancing. These are just words for the action of manifesting, creating, or otherwise inviting a tulpa into your life. So let's get started. Okay. So first one, step one. Yes. Plan out your tulpa. Okay. So take some time to really think about what and who you want your tulpa to be. Okay. I just want it to so, be Chris because I miss him so much. I want him to be oh. <laughs> uh, You'll find that after a while, though, that they sort of start to change what they want to be. Oh. <laughs> it also helps if you physically draw a picture. Oh, I'm not um, a very good drawer. Yeah. Number two, consider its beliefs and personality. Do you want it to be funny? Someone you can have a laugh with? This is all very important to think about. Oh, no. Step. Oh, do you have that? Do you know what, what, how you want them to be? Um, okay, so he kind of looks like Matthew McConaughey for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me. Then that's going to become my tulpa. Oh no! I, I forced tulpa to you. All right, all right, all right. Oh, Damn right. it! Oh man! <laughs> my tulpas infecting your tulpas. <laughs> okay. Well, that step three is to practice speaking and interacting with it. So once you've got a clear idea of what you want it to be and what it should look like and how it should act. Then you have to practice talking to it. Hey, Matthew. How are you today? <laughs> that's, that's good. The first one is give it a name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now open your mind and hear what it's telling you. It, it, it should speak its own name to you. Yeah, he's mostly speaking gibberish the way Matthew McConaughey's characters all do. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's inviting me to Bikram Yoga. <laughs> oh, oh. Tell, <laughs> tell him no. Tell him stop. <laughs> no, thank you, Matthew. Oh, there's a lot of steps here. Okay, step four. <laughs> this is supposed sure to be doing it fast. <laughs> <laughs> step four, practice keeping it in the background. Hey, this is where you'll make it part of your life. Yeah. Okay, he's sitting at a bar in the background. Okay. He loves good. wild he's lifting, turkey he's for lifting, some reason. He's lifting a drink. Should I toast? <laughs> oh, wait. So turn around. Okay. Don't look at it. Okay, and then really fast. Step five, check if it's really there. Okay, no, there's just there's nothing behind me. Uh, oh no, that was the last. <laughs> He's <step>. gone. <laughs> <laughs> Is the oh, last man. step really to look back, then look away, then look back quick? Step five is check if it's really there. <laughs> <laughs> it's asking me to go insane. It yeah. says, "Lay back, close your eyes, and let." Uh, let your tulpa show you something. Don't ask it to show you something in particular. Just say, show me something random. Hey, Matthew, show me something <laughs> random. Oh, he's pointing to his scarf. <laughs> wow, that's really it's random. A, you know, one of those uh, puffy scarves. Huh. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. So, anyway, that's how you make a tulpa real fast. Oh. I don't think I like my Tulpa Tulpa very much. (laughs) He seems like he's going to be pompous and annoying. I want to see Uh, your drawing of him, though, to make him real. I need to see how you draw him. All right, I'll uh, I'll draw him out, and we'll put him in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Check check out our Instagram. Yeah, he'll be up on the Instagram by next Thursday. He he looks a lot like Thick Flubber. Oh man. So yeah, that uh that that took up most of the time of what I was going to talk about, but I feel like that was worthwhile to fit in the <laughs> yeah. theme of the show. 
Well, and it kind of gave us all some homework to go home and make up our own imaginary friends. I said goodbye to mine when I was five, but I guess I'll I'll say <laughs> hello to a new one on a new day. Yeah, it's time to invite Bing Bong back into your life. <laughs> <laughs> because I watched that movie Inside Out, and now I know that every you know good childhood memory I had fell into an, a, an abyss where they faded away into ashes. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sorry, Bing Bong. <laughs> Oh man, that's uh, I guess just we we laugh about this and how like insane that kind of idea is, but I'm gonna tie it right back into religion. I mean, it's the same <laughs> thing. Like, how dare you tell somebody's just how made all this you. shit up and they've done exactly what you're talking about? Of they've like drawn pictures of them and they've imagined these personalities for them. They've completely, as a society, have made this group tulpa of what they think God is. Oh, man. People believe in it. I just just figured it out. Tim is in his angry atheist phase. (laughs) (laughs) He just found out it's all bullshit. Now he's mad. I'm not mad. I just just think it's really funny that, like, this is, like, I don't know. It's this, like, trick that's been played on us for thousands and thousands of years and not so much that it's a trick that it's just so like it's a ruse <laughs> yeah it's 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 a ruse um gambit that so many people <laughs> my like, favorite x-men <laughs> have like drank this kool-aid and then have gone out and like fought wars over it yeah but can you blame them that's how we're hardwired tim but it's i didn't think it was that hard for me to like yeah, because turn that wire off. Because you're an insect standing on the shoulders of giants. Like the the whole enlightenment. I'm pretty enlighten- tall. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the whole enlightenment yeah. movement's only a couple hundred years old, yeah. and then even scientific reasoning is only you know a few decades old. And even then, we like even scientists who work in the scientific field, they aren't scientific all the time. They go home and get tricked to buy iPods by commercials, right? Or order sweatshirts off of Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, what's the status on that sweatshirt, by the way? (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, let me see. I I know I got the email. I'm going to have to move. Oh, wait. Maybe I can do this on my phone without having to move. Uh, Well, okay. So I have my email um, here. It's coming from Alpha Shipment, order number 5894. It's on the way. Okay, so it says it's on the way. When I go to... And when was this update? Uh, this was uh, two months ago. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I keep on forgetting to update you guys. So when I click uh, to view my order, like track it, um, it gives me a uh, like a 404 <laughs> message. Oh, that's a great sign. And it says, this site can't be reached. Uh, alphaconnect.co refused to connect. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like in their name. That's like their one job is to connect you with Alpha. Yeah. Right. So I, I know I did buy a red hoodie. It looks like a nice hoodie. I can't click on the picture. Well, did you really buy a hoodie or did you get grifted <laughs> for however yeah. much money you spent on this fucking thing? It's more like they stole $40 from Addison versus him I don't, buying. I don't think Drunk Me would spend $40 on a hoodie. I think it was like a cheap $20 China hoodie. You don't even know how you much it was? You don't even know how much it was? I don't know. 
<laughs> no, but I do have no. this reoccurring payment to a company. <laughs> yeah. yeah, alpha.co next.co is wrong you blind. Just That's wh- why you can't buy a bi- better microphone. <laughs> this right here is the reason why the audio quality has been bad, guys. Just so you know. Yeah, blame China. Uh, he he bought a microphone off of Facebook Marketplace, but it just has like the entire Constitution screen printed on it, so like the sound can't get through. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. So uh yeah, if you're a long-time listener, first-time caller, uh I'm sorry, but I don't think the hoodie's coming. And you promised us this I, hoodie would come. I was excited for it, you know? Drunk Addison was excited for it. When I woke up sober, I was like, "I I still like this hoodie. I can't <laughs> wait for it to get here." <laughs> do you still have a picture of the hoodie? I do. What it, what's on it again? It's been so long, I forget what, well, what it no, was. This, I know it was like a saying that took 20 minutes to actually say. No, this one was just a like a red hoodie. But because I bought oh. that hoodie, I then got all those targeted ads for more hoodies. Oh, <laughs> I see. Okay. I thought you bought the hoodie that said, like, my husband drives a lifted truck, so what? <laughs> I'm, or whatever it said. He's got tattoos. He kind of scares me. Yeah. <laughs> I've only been to the hospital three times. Oh my god, that reminds me. I was at work the other day, and this guy comes up, and he's got this like massive black eye. Just like the whole left side of his face is just completely black. Like his eyes kind of red when you you know you get punched hard and your whole eye turns red. And I was just like, oh man, like this guy got punched or like walked into a doorknob. And then. <laughs> His like significant other female comes up and she's got her whole hand like in a cast. What? <laughs> and I was just kind of looking at them putting two and two together, and I wanted to say something, but I thought, no, I better not, because <laughs> I don't want a black eye. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, her other hand was advantage. Oh man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a victim of domestic abuse. <laughs> Now, how how many like um, pairs of dicky shorts do you think this guy owned? Oh, at least thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and the multiple colors, but they're all the same length. <laughs> Several yeah. like uh, uh, in between the shin and ankle, right? Somewhere in there, <laughs> with long long tube socks to go up to cover his legs. Yes. So he, right. he, it, he's like he should be wearing pants, but he likes the convenience of shorts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And only yeah. owns Osiris shoes, <laughs> but like the puffy ones from like 06. Yeah. Oh man. My, one of my worst experiences, um, I was a cashier at the time <laughs> and this old man, you know, gray haired guy comes up and he's got his phone in his hand and earbuds, like a, what do you call the earbuds with the wires? You just call them. Headphones, earbuds. <laughs> yeah, <are> you, <laughs> I was twenty. I live in the future now. I don't have wires. Uh, yeah, those earbuds with the wires, and he's got those in. So I think he's like making a phone call or something like that. And so I quickly scan all those items, and I'm like, "Hey, your total is this." And he's like, "Okay." He sets his phone down on the little counter in front of me, and me, I look down at the phone, and. Kid you not, he is watching pornography. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> At Home Depot? At Home Depot. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, 
what what i don't want to like i touched all the things that you were touching <laughs> and now you're gonna hand me money like no no <laughs> wow. like it's it's one thing okay watch your porn on your own time not at a at any store there's no yeah. there's no store where you need to watch pornography but they said a place in time and he picked it and it was in your <laughs> yeah, checkout right line. I'm like, I'm sure he like went to the bathroom, like pulled one off, you know, distributed some oh, literature at the ducks. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> um, Did you tell him you're like, if you waste my time, I'll waste you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to touch everything that he touched, and it was the most like disgusting feeling I've ever had. And I touched money all day, like, you know, money's been yeah. places I've never been. Yeah. Oh, like the strip club. Uh, like a strip club. That's yeah. wild. That dude is just walking just around in the world. Like broad that. daylight in a Home Depot, like busy store. <laughs> just like, oh, I better uh, watch the rest of this pornography video or else <laughs> or else I'll uh, I'll miss out on the storyline. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, was it happening live? Maybe it was like a cam girl oh, situation. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was like some lesbian pornography like well produced. Oh, okay. Yeah, there wasn't like a little chat in the corner, you know. You should know a lot about. Well, I I picture it's like Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so, wild, man. So please don't watch porn in public. I've uh I've gotten into people's trucks and uh you, you know like, like douchebags le- have like the DVD players. Oh right. And they're like you know that was like the thing ten years ago. Yeah. Well, I've got into people's trucks, turned on the key, and instantly had porn playing. Who drives around watching porn? Right. <laughs> like, it, it's distracting. It'd be distracting. Like, you, you do one or the other. You can watch your porn at the red light, and then you drive. But yeah. you can't do, you can't be driving and watching porn. That yeah. should be, that should be against the law. It, it, well, it is. Like, it must, <laughs> they've disabled the action that most of these, like, DVD players that are in cars, the vehicle has to be in park, so mm-hmm. there's like a park safety switch right. that you can just bypass with like a little diode. Oh, man. Yeah. So I could be on <laughs> the roads. That's a lot of work with, just with to my... do it in your car. <laughs> I could be on the roads with my like precious little daughter yep. and my precious little wife and yep. this big lifted truck next to me that could roll over me. He's just busy watching pornography. Yep. Yeah, and he's like, Trump's America, make it great again, yeah! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that ultra-masculinity thing of like... I watch porn! Yeah. Like, like when you go to a mechanic shop and they have those calendars of like, scantily clad women. Right. They're like, I gotta, yeah. I gotta have a tits in my face so I can stay straight! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have a weed beanie on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, I don't, I don't understand... Like, I think I'm a pretty masculine guy, personally. Debatable. Debatable. But I think I'm pretty masculine. But I would never, like, watch porn in public. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different breed, man. I don't but it, it definitely exists. If two of us out of the three on this podcast have had experience with it. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, 66% of the world is out there. Well, you know Chris just draws porn all day, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never so watched it. He yeah. just he just illustrates it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all 
All right, so uh, Chris, you got a thought experiment for us this week? I do. All right, so this week, every street and freeway has a lane that only you can use. Uh Uh-oh, what an interesting concept. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you have to open mouth kiss a llama whenever you want to leave your house. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait, wait. uh, Wait, a llama or an alpaca? A llama. And uh, a point of... Point of, uh, what do you call it? Parliamentary? <laughs> Point of order? <laughs> Point of order. What's an open mouth kiss? Is that a French kiss? Or do I just like... I believe it means anytime your mouth is on their mouth and both mouths are open. Yeah. So like You don't the, have to do tongue. In the movies where they do the open mouth kisses, but they don't French kiss in the movies. I don't know that for sure. I mean, can you even have an open mouth kiss of the llama that's not a French kiss? I mean, the llama might try to slip tongue, but maybe I'm maybe I'm a virgin, and so I don't. So you're modest you're like, about not it. until we're married. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's lots of people who are married who are still virgins. Oh my okay. Gosh. Well, your other option is uh, your only mode of transportation is crab walking. So. I don't know which one's the lesser of two evils here, but you got to pick. That's how it works. All right. So I mean, you'd get like a super ripped core from all that crab walking. Yeah. But what's the point <laughs> of having access on the freeway? Yeah. So can I, I drive mean, any vehicle I want as long as I open mouse kiss this llama? Yeah. On your, on your dedicated uh freeway or um street lane yeah you can do that you just have to open mouth kiss a llama whenever you want to leave your house so i guess as long as you never go home an (laughs) f-18 not fly it though just like taxiing around (laughs) (laughs) well i suppose it depends on what you uh count as your home like if you live somewhere long enough i'm sure anything will start to feel like home right home is where the heart is yeah so that's everywhere where i am So I have to bring this llama with me to test the truck. Yeah. Yep. I'll kiss that llama. It's yeah. probably looking pretty good. It probably works out. What if you had to kiss, you'd a-, kiss a llama for a Tesla truck? <laughs> Absolutely. You wouldn't? I'd kiss a no. I'd kiss a llama on the penis for a Tesla truck. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it went a bit more extreme, but okay. You tell me you wouldn't give one little kiss on a llama's penis for a free. We talked test. about open mouth kisses. <laughs> yeah, but would you open mouth kiss a llama's penis for a Tesla truck? No, I would. Not. No, I would not. Those things are worth no. like two hundred thousand dollars. No, they're only going to be like sixty grand. No way. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, they already lost most of their value. <laughs> <laughs> When Elon Musk tried to break that window oh, and did break that window. That's right. And then he like also crashed the truck like a week later. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you can't see. Like its its front is all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. no, I will not be getting that Tesla truck. Why does he say Tesla? Do you hear how he Who, says me? Yeah, you say Tesla. Yeah, it's Tesla. No, Tesla. It's just that's what I said, thing. Tesla. <laughs> Did you get an accent since moving to Portland? No. It's his PDX accent. 
<laughs> so there's a there's two Z's, and <laughs> it's T E Z. He's typing it in right now. L U H H. Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I definitely I'd kiss a llama on the mouth. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially if it comes with a free right. Tesla truck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you solved my llama riddle. <laughs> <laughs> the door slides open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. When you open your door tonight, you'll be presented with a the, a gift I've sent to each of your homes. <laughs> Did that also been a come long with the infrastructure in the entirety of our city? So we have this lane <laughs> that you promised. It's magic, yeah. Tim. How do you think? Why do you think you have to kiss the llama? <laughs> <laughs> Tim's dad is the magistrate of all of the civil servants, so he can get that done. Um, am I allowed to bring Matthew McConaughey with me inside the Tesla truck? Yeah. Okay. I don't think you have a choice. <laughs> he comes with you everywhere right now. It's your tulpa. <laughs> Just be careful because there can be some scary side effects of those tulpas. I mean, they can they can have a mind of their own and you can't stop them. You didn't talk about any of the bad things and I've already <laughs> gone and created Matthew McConaughey rolling around with me in my Tesla. <laughs> oh, I didn't mention the bad things? Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you don't keep them in check, they can eventually take control of your life, and then your personality, you know, will be erased forever. But you know, <laughs> oh, that's it. As we say every week, <laughs> yeah. don't quit your day job. Don't quit your day job. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss a llama on the penis for a Tesla truck. Whoa. <laughs>